Welcome to another Quantum Conversation, brought to you by AcousticHealth.com. I'm Loren Gailey, and I invite you to sit back as we enter the Quantum Realm, that space of the greater part of you. It is your connection to infinite possibilities, infinite potential, and infinite mastery. Thank you everyone for being here. We are so pleased to be here with my guest, Sherry Mosley, who brings down higher frequencies from higher beings. She works with interdimensional beings and we're here to experience some of those frequencies today and also talk about the ascension process, which Sherry says is accelerating. Hi, Sherry, thank you so much for being here. Hi, Lauren. It's great to connect with you. It's an exciting time we're in right now. <laughs> transformation. Right. Yes. So let's catch up with you. You've been working with the energies of Mount Shasta and the yes. higher beings that come mm -hmm. through there. And yes, many of them. <laughs> so go ahead and share with that. What is yeah. Why is yeah. it so exciting? What's going on? Yeah. So in August, uh, we were in Mount Shasta. I do an annual retreat up there now. Uh, I've been connecting with the Aquavorians, uh, which we've talked about before, and I've done many sessions with all of you with the Aquavorian crystal and light healing. And I was kind of intending to connect more with them this time. Um, and we also had some other visitors. So there is a place called Ascension Rock in Mount Shasta. Yes, yeah, so there is a rock in Mount Shasta called Ascension Rock. And we usually do our connections um, at the top, more in the top of the mountain or a different space where we do our ET contact. And this time I was guided to spend more time at Redfur Flats and Ascension Rock. And through doing meditation and contact session at Ascension Rock really opened up the Ascension portal that's available there. <laughs> and I was guided and met the Gateway Guardian Angelics, which are of a seraphim angelic frequency. So some people call them the seraphim, some people call them the watchers. Sometimes um, they're called the ancient ones who created us here. So they're different than the Elohim who I've connected with before. And they work more with our divine template and helping us manifest in the material realm. And the seraphim are very, very high frequency or the gateway guardian angelics are very high frequency. And they're the beings that really taught Jesus or taught the Essene and then Jesus how to ascend, right? So they hold a lot of these or the keys to ascension, right? So there are many ways to, to look at that um, in terms of, you could call it connecting to Holy Spirit, activating the chakras above the head, um, connecting to higher frequencies, which then shift the DNA or vice versa. And the Gateway Garden Angelics really have the keys to do that and the instructions. And they have, this time they're putting us through the um, Eden light frequencies, which is bringing us into non-dual beingness, right? So before there was, um, you know, yin and yang, I have the Asian medicine background, I tend to <laughs> go with the dharma of everything. So 
we're really going back to that original creation point, going all the way back to us as light beings before we incarnated, right? Or you could even say, you know, some timelines talk about before Earth was really created or seeded, before life was brought here, right? By these, many say these are the higher dimensional beings. Now, some people say that they're extraterrestrial. Some say that they're angelic, or you could just call them celestial, right? Which is, you know, the Aqualorians are definitely an angelic type of extraterrestrial. So meeting with the Gateway Guardian Angelics, it's kind of like um, they're all in the same kind of vibrational frequency, but they're working with the frequencies in different ways, right? And one is more of, I call it, you're going direct to the Godhead or the celestial beings. And then um, it's kind of like you could go to the Dalai Lama and learn directly from the Dalai Lama, or you could go and learn from somebody that learned from him the ways that he teaches enlightenment meditation, right? So there are a lot of extraterrestrial beings that carry the frequency of uh, the seraphim, the gateway guardian angelics, because they've gone through the ascension process. They've stepped out of this kind of dense material realm that we are here in earth at this present incarnation, right? We've been through, you know, other earths where there was a higher frequency and that's what we're working on rebuilding. Hence the Eden light frequencies. I got a little <laughs> hoarse voice there. <laughs> yes. You're clearing for all of us. You're clearing the throat chakra. So, uh... <clears throat> Yes. All right. So this time is um, really important. We're feeling the assistance from higher dimensional beings, higher beings of light. Mm -hmm. And particularly this year. So this year, uh, astrologically, so astrologically, uh, because we're all on the earth plane, yes, we have souls that connect to a higher dimensional realm, but being on the earth plane, we're in for, you know, what is the collective going through? What is our part in that, right? And this is where the astrology, and you could say the seasons, right, uh, on a smaller local level, right? This kind of sets the pace of what we're experiencing or what we're set up to experience and how we experience it is where the ascension or the enlightenment or the frequency comes in, right? And so we're working at bringing Earth into that higher frequency. And this year is setting a whole new template. There are astrologically, there are many cycles that have ended. Uh, and this year there's the Saturn Uranus squares, which are creating a new reality, which is why the um, UFO or UAP disclosure happened this year, right? This is part of this opening, this awakening, right? Is we are shifting into a new reality. You know, this was, imagine the world before the internet, right? <laughs> so we're going through another one of these large transformations. You know, here we are online doing this beautiful connection with each other and all over the world live on video and voice. And imagine what the world was like before that, right? And so how are we using what this new birthing technology, energy, function, knowledge is? How are we using it? How are we aligning with it? And that's why it's so important this year in particular that we are paying attention and getting to that, what I call the highest road that we possibly can, because this is what's going to bring us into our most present and aligned selves 
which then will set the template moving forward from there, which is why right now in this fall, we're kind of in the crunch time. <laughs> you know, we're getting in all those last tidbits of transformation, bringing in harvesting everything that we have learned over the summer and the spring and bringing that into kind of a, a rebirth or fruition, right? And then we're gonna work out the kinks in this last month of December. So the Gateway Guardian Angelics, when I met them in Shasta, they said, we're gonna be helping you to jump through these portals. And they're ascending us quickly through these portals, upgrading our light body, shifting our, our DNA, allowing us, I think in the level two, we connected to like all of our lifetimes on earth, all of our lifetimes multidimensionally, and then connecting to the Godhead directly. So they're really kind of opening up and accessing and clearing up and giving us knowledge on very wide spectrums, which usually we're not able to access that, which makes it so exciting right now, almost a time to like double level up, right? <laughs> kind of like, you know, in a video game, you know, you get, you get an extra life. Well, now you're getting like five extra lives if you're doing the work, right? There's a, just an accelerated portal energy that's open kind of every month here, um, especially this last month of December. Exciting. Exciting. <laughs> yes. I mean, we are in the window of um, the, the solstice gateway from 1111 and the powerful energy there that's always so transformative every year for people. So, all right, as you met the guardian angelic, the gateway guardian angelics, can you share that story with us? Um, you mm -hmm. know, when when people work with higher beings, some might not even know that's going on, but you're very aware. What is that process um, like for you? Well, I'd say, you know, it wasn't just me, it was also the group because we're creating a, a space up there and we're all in our Akashic enlightenment, which is putting us into a higher frequency, right? It's like, uh, you're in the field, or when you do a deep meditation or a shamanic journey, you are your mind, your consciousness is put into this deeper state. And when you're in that deeper state, then you become very aware of the higher beings, the frequencies, uh, maybe you're clairvoyant, like all of your abilities and start to step up, right? Especially when we're in a retreat field. Right. And for me, I'm, I'm clairvoyant, clairaudient, clairsentient, you know, I, I got the whole package, which is sometimes exciting and sometimes <laughs> a lot, right? It's a lot of uh, input, a lot coming in. Um, so for me, I, um, you know, we'll do light language and open up the connection. We open up a sacred space. Uh, I call in my higher beings um, to connect with. I usually work with Ascended Master Jesus and Archangel Metatron. They usually show up for all of the work that I do. Um, and then they bring forward who we need to meet. So I usually experience in Mount Shasta first, the native spirits will show up, the local spirits, um, there's elementals that will show up and I see them and then I feel them. So there's a sense of, I mean, I can describe each of them to you. I can see um, what they look like. And also it's really how they feel, right? It's kind of like, if you close your eyes and you have Two different people standing in front of you, you'll probably know um, which one is maybe your brother and the other one is a stranger, right? It's just there's a different frequency. So that's what it feels like 
for me. And for those that are clairvoyant that are also there, they started seeing, they're saying, well, who are these tall beings that are here? And I'm like, well, I'm not really sure. They're kind of new, you know? And then I check in with the guidance and ask, well, hello, hi, how are you? Who are you? What are you doing for us? Right? So there is, and a lot of people forget about this, that just because we're in the spiritual plane doesn't mean we lose our manners, right? <laughs> Let's introduce ourselves, say, hello, what are you up to? What are we doing? Why are we connecting? Just as you would with a human, right? Sometimes we get a little, you know, maybe blindsided or overwhelmed when we connect with spiritual beings, but really, you know, they want to connect. They want to have a com communication with you and bring you gifts or knowledge. There's a reason that they're showing up. Right. So we really want to, it also helps put aside any fears, really, when you start to just open the communication, especially, you know, when I learned to, you know, embrace my gifts rather than, you know, kind of be overwhelmed by them, which you can be when these things start showing up, whether it's extraterrestrials, native spirit beings, uh, angelic beings. There is, um, you know, there can be an initial, oh, there's something here, or I don't know what to do. And that's a good time to just, you know, center in, which is why we're doing this in Akashic Enlightenment, because it's putting you into this higher frequency field where you're already more relaxed, you're aware, and you are there to open that dialogue. You could say your antenna is up, and now we're tuning to the different radio stations. Um, so yes, I see them, feel them, hear them, talk to them. Right, I open up in a communication. In the shamanic tradition, you don't do any of this unless you have your spirit guide with you. So if you're going to be working with the spiritual realm, you want either your power animal or your spirit teacher there who is coordinating all the communication and connection. So that's why Ascended Master Jesus shows up for me. He just runs the show. He's the, my master teacher. We're going to experience a connection and a transmission with you today. Well, very interesting because we're opening to the energy. Some people may hear an inging, a ringing in the ears, feel an energy mm -hmm. shift in their field. And yet some of us might not even know that that's going on. We may be aware of the ears ringing, but just not aware that this is a higher frequency information that we want to communicate with. And so we're gonna experience that with you, but it's just so fascinating that this is the support for us, right? This is, some could get freaked out, but the imagination, our trust in what we're getting, um, our trust in what we're receiving, again, that's that's key. How do you, and some would call it getting out of the, your own way or surrendering the ego or moving away from yeah. personality, being in the yeah, heart. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a big part of it. I'm glad you brought that up because it really is about, um, and that's what I teach Akashic Enlightenment is to unwind all of that uh, fear, which is coming from the ego, right? So, you know, people have, they describe maybe negative extraterrestrial experiences, this is their ego projecting whatever is going on onto that scenario. And it could be extraterrestrial contact. It could be uh, a relationship with their spouse. It doesn't matter, right? Because the mind and the consciousness are the same and they're creating the experience, whether it's with a spiritual being or a human being, 
And that's a big piece that a lot of people tend to kind of gloss over, right? Which is why when I go there, I am opening to a space of love and, you know, being able to just kind of go with the flow of things and not um, shut down in fear and be ready to be amazed and guided by higher beings that, you know, it's like you, you just, you get a sense once you do this practice, right? And you're coming from a place of love and intention, right? It's not like you're walking into a bar and, <laughs> you know, you're expecting maybe rowdy behavior because the consciousness is a lower level, right? We're coming into a higher level of consciousness. And so we are setting that intention for, I think I always set the intention of, you know, allow us to be aligned with whatever is in our highest and best at this present moment in time, right? <clears throat> and that's setting the gateway to allow us to ascend as much as we can <clears throat> in that moment, right? And to allow that to teach us to step out of our ego, whatever level we're at, right? Because the process itself is like, okay, come a little further over the line. <laughs> and then you're like, oh, well, I don't know why I was afraid. Now, now I feel good here, right? And believe me, I've been through many processes of having fear peeled away by being showing up, right? I mean, I used to be terrified when I first got my shamanic training, you know, and in that training, they do a practice um, called the bound shaman, where they literally sit you down in a dark room. You sit in a circle. Uh, the main teacher goes in, uh, calls in all the spirits, and there is the other teacher in the center of the room who is bound by ropes. And they call in the spirits, and the spirits untie her. And that was, <laughs> that broke my ego. <laughs> that was one level of the ego breaking, right? Because it's really uh, learning to understand um, the power that is there when you connect with the spirits and when you are in a um, benevolent space, right? just like with human relationships, right? You're always looking for that benevolent space of co-creation, love, connection, stepping out of ego, becoming present. So uh, yeah, it doesn't matter if we're in the spiritual, doing spiritual work, plain or working with humans, it's kind of all the same. We're always working on clearing up the mind and how we're perceiving everything that is occurring because that's where our spiritual awakening and growth is actually happening, right, in that moment. So when you go to Shasta and you do this with the spirits, you're on an accelerated path of that, uh, an accelerated awakening, right? Um, and so that's why every year it's, you know, I call it the Ascension Higher Contact Retreat because I'm kind of opening it up to whatever they're going to bring through each time, right? And it's, it's different each time. Yes. It's a journey of unfolding your awareness. So, you know, there's questions coming in, like how you got started. And I think you just revealed oh. it. it really is working with the sacred <laughs> sites, right? You were working with Mount Shasta and other places and actually intending to open in this way. Well, well, how did what start? <laughs> how you, far back are we going? <laughs> I know there's lots of, there's lots yeah. of levels like this most recent came this year with the gateway guardian angelics they yeah, yeah. Th that's more planned i guess you could say where it's like okay we're going to make this trip and we're going to work on ascension and we're going to connect to the spirits and let them teach us 
in shamanism, that's the tradition is you learn from the teacher and then they teach you to connect with the spirits and they say, okay, well, go ask your spirit teacher. Don't ask me, right? Because they hand you over. So they really promote autonomy, right? So that you feel empowered to connect with the divine directly and to go through that school, that education yourself. Um, but for me, you know, I, I was a natural born uh, psychic um, as a child. It just took me a long time to understand what was happening. Um, I think, you know, those, those skills really come in or those abilities start to come in in your adolescence when you go um, through puberty, right? Because puberty really grounds you into the human um, field, dimensional field. Right. As a child, we may have those abilities, but it really shifts and grounds in once we go through puberty and it starts to develop more. Um, but there was that. And then also um, I have a blood lineage of shamanic healers and teachers on my mother's side. So uh, there was just kind of a lot already built in that I was surrendering to. I tried shutting it off and that did not go well. <laughs> So, you know, it started with seeing, you know, passed on dead souls, like places that were, you know, old buildings and, and whatnot. And, oh, yeah. I mean, it still happens. I just am able to deal with it now. <laughs> okay, that's yeah. very interesting, because I think we can all sense it. We're just not aware that we can sense it, um, whether it's a disincarnate in the room, right? Or if you go into an old building, you might kind of feel it. So when you tried to shut it down, you said that didn't go well. Because I was in what? fear. I would get paralyzed in fear because I didn't know what was happening. Yeah. Yeah. It was a lot of times, you know, we go to like um, an inn or a bed and breakfast. You know, some old Victorians here in California or especially in Europe, um, in Paris. Oh, my gosh. That was I talk about that in my Akashic Enlightenment book or the Origins of Humanity book um, where um, you know, there's just so many, there's so much history there and so many souls that have, you know, kind of died brutally. And you walk in, you're like, oh my God, there's a lot of unresolved <laughs> stuff here, right? And, you know, now I can walk in and just say, well, no, I don't want to deal with this right now. I'm not, I'm not open. We're not doing this right now, right? And just, the, so it's like, you have to have boundaries just like you do with people. I mean, people don't walk up to you off the street and say, hey, help me with all my problems. You're like, I'm grocery shopping right now, or you know, I'm eating lunch. Can we uh, do this later? You know, so it's really just learning um, to not go into the, the paralyzed fear <laughs> that I was in and really understanding um, that you are empowered and that you basically can just say no, right? And that basically just saying no, or, you know, um, I actually went to, uh, it was kind of like a Waldorf school when I was younger, and it was called St. Michael's. And you know, it was kind of like this hippie, Rosicrucian, Christian kind of group. You know, they're actually doing this, the work that we're doing now, they started it, right? And we're just kind of following up in their footsteps. Um, but there, they really actually conditioned us to call in Archangel Michael. So at a young age, I kind of already started doing that. And that was kind of my, my go-to to get me out of, out of fear, right? Is to call in Archangel Michael, right? So whatever you have that can just kind of flip the switch. But I ultimately, I saw a psychic and she said, you're psychic. You got to go get trained on how to work with this, right? And she said, you, know, you have a shamanic lineage. 
you know, go down that route. That's a good route for you. So I got my shamanic training. The bound shaman was the end of that training, our kind of final release. <laughs> and after that, it's been just a glorious adventure of uh, feeling empowered with the gifts and being able to open the door, open the communication um, to the spirit world, right? So you could say, you know, I'm a psychic, I'm a medium, um, I'm a channeler. So I'm kind of like many different uh, things in one, in one box. You know, there's some people that do energy transmissions and um, you know, some people do psychic readings and they're not, and they're not doing energy work, um, but I'm kind of bridging it all together. So yeah, maybe a lot of people that, you know, do this type of work, they don't see so many different things, right? So that's kind of what I guess you could say I'm teaching with Akashic Enlightenment is how to <clears throat> turn on that antenna and tune it to benevolent channels, right? To open up benevolent work, right? So that that's the intention. So you feel empowered with how you are connecting to the spirit world, right? Just how you are empowered with your consciousness to choose your relationships in your waking life. Same thing with the spiritual realm, right? But I always try to really not control it too much in the sense of opening it to being benevolent and then allowing whatever is in the highest and best to come through because I don't want my ego to try and <laughs> set the, uh, the uh, agenda of what's going to take place. And then, then you just hold on for a wild, wild ride. Yes. All right. Well, thank you for sharing that experience. It helps all of us because we Good. are cultivating this within our own life and to see how you've done it and the protocol or the way that you approach it, the surrender, mm -hmm. the surrender to it is really key. And, and protocol, like you said, very yes. important. Setting and opening the sacred space, communicating, you know, mm -hmm. so it's all wonderful. Well, we're, we've got some folks with questions for you, Sherry. So Great. we're going to get there. But first, before we get to questions, mm -hmm. let's do, let's have you open us up and tune us to a higher, well, to feel our antenna, to work on our antenna and to establish, establish those lines of communication. Okay, we'll bring in what they got for us today. <laughs> All right. All right. We'll just kind of settle in here. I'm just going to see what spirits. So, Son of Master Jesus is here. Hmm. Oh, so this is this is going to be a little different um, because you made your request, Lauren. Um, they are saying, and you can start to feel the energy coming in. So, the Son of Master Jesus, beginning to align you with your highest, truest being. And when you come into this alignment, you may feel the energy getting denser, maybe a little hard to breathe. Uh, you may get a little triggered, just breathe into it and let go. So, Send a Master Jesus is really just allowing you to learn to trust yourself to be guided. That is the highest intention. Um, and, you know, for me, that was a course of miracles uh, that added to my shamanic practice or brought it to very high frequency. 
opened up a gateway, so to speak. So I'm just settling in here and seeing what else Listen to Master Jesus has to bring through for everyone today. <laughs> okay, we'll sample a little of the the Gateway Guardians as well. So just connecting to the Gateway Guardian Ascension Portal Cave. It's a crystalline cave, a bright white, beautiful crystalline light. We have Metatron and Jesus and Archangel Michael. And just connecting you to your true beingness. Because when you're in this place, then you're able to see and acknowledge fear. But you don't let it run you or make your decisions. You acknowledge it to send whatever warnings it may have. And then proceed as higher guidance dictates. Yeah, I can sense there's a lot of, a lot of souls that are new, new to this energy that we're bringing in here. So it may make some kind of feel uneasy at first and just take a deep breath. There you go. We're giving you the gift of unconditional love, placing like a pearlescent white light into the heart space. Yeah, so this may make you emotional as you embrace all of this pure unconditional love. knowing how worthy you are of all of this love and light. And in the space you're able to have the view of the ego, maybe reacting or squirming. Maybe it feels a little uncomfortable with such divine love because it's so used to the struggle, making bigger issues of things that aren't really occurring in that moment. When we connect to the unconditional love, it puts it into perspective. And it really is knowing that you are, are worthy of this unconditional love.
they're saying from here, this opens the spectrum of true sight. And true sight can be on any dimensional level that you allow yourself to see. The more love, the more light, the higher the frequency, the less the fear, the more you can see. Because you're raising your perspective to a high enough place that it undoes what you were attached to from that lower perspective. Now the ego may react with fear or discomfort or feeling a little disoriented. We embrace that disorientation. That means we're letting go of that falsely created reality. My ego doesn't know any better. We're just reassuring it that it's okay. We can see clearly. And we don't need to act. But thank you for delivering those messages. Mm. Mm. Looks like they're already they're kind of connecting too. It's like the eclipse portal that's coming up this Friday. <laughs> mm. The power, powerful gateway. Yeah, I see a lot of golden solar lights. Mm. So right now we're just beginning the transformation that will continue through that eclipse and further. I really just want you to know that you are loved in all challenges that occur. I'm saying the challenges are just the waves of the ocean. They're not the ocean. So moving from identifying with the waves to moving to Identifying with the all, the ocean. Because that's where you're truly from. You're a drop of light from that greater ocean.
scenario. Feel your sense of ease coming in there. Maybe a release settling in. And in this place, you become seated with that universal multidimensional consciousness. And that's the seed that begins to grow. And that is what's going to set and dictate the experiences that you move forward to have. Some may be ready to let go immediately, and some may make a practice of it. And now we'll just kind of bring this to the point of integrating, allowing you to slowly start to resurface to feel refreshed, relaxed, and centered. As we begin to return from the crystalline ascension portal. Bringing with you the knowledge and the alignment and the gifts that you've received, and they may continue to unpack moving forward. I'm coming back in the space that you're in, maybe becoming more aware of what's really going on. And what a powerful time this is. Implying that awareness to your decisions as you move forward in action. Now that your will is aligned and that higher understanding. Welcome back. So beautiful. So beautiful that <laughs> shift from just being in those frequencies. At first, it was very floaty for me personally, and almost like a little dizzying. Yeah. So really interesting. It's, it's really the surrender to it. And then at some point, it really feels like an unraveling 
so that we can transcend the lower emotions of fear that are out there. And this feels like solution energy. It feels like our pure source energy that we come from. So that perspective is so important to cultivate as we go through this shift. And I know everyone watching and listening is well aware of that. So thank mm -hmm. you. Thank you for allowing this experience. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. It's always a little hard to talk after I do that. So. <laughs> mm. Just to feel this is uh, exquisite. So um, we're going to move to some questions from our audience. If you've got questions for Sherry about anything, please, you can go ahead and raise your hand. I wanted to point to the divine template that you spoke of. That process actually makes us feel the divine template. It makes us feel that love that we are. Can you talk more mm -hmm. about the divine template and how we activate it? Well, it's funny you should say that. That's kind of what the uh, retreat at the end of the year is going to be on. <laughs> We're connecting to the divine golden codex. Okay. And that is really coming into, you could say your um, pure Christ consciousness, your Buddha enlightenment, um, connecting to the Godhead, your I am presence. So it's coming out of duality, coming out of any attachments to how things can be done. So um, you could say we incarnate, we have a soul path, but within that, I say we also have an ascension path within the soul path. So in this incarnation, you can accelerate your soul path through connecting to this divine template, right? Um, and the divine template is going to be anything that is connecting to the Godhead source, right? So the all non-dualistic aspects. And this is what Akashic Enlightenment, so coming into Akashic Enlightenment, it's setting that high 12D template frequency of connection. So anything that we are connecting to in that space is going to come in that level of bracket, usually between five density consciousness up to 12, right? Depending on where each soul is. So even with this transmission, right? This universal light is going to come in and connect with each soul with wherever they're at and whatever is next for them or they need to learn in this moment. Right, because each of us is at a different space. Uh, you know, they're never going to come in to a point of, um, you know, causing like a psychotic break. You know, when you accelerate the Kundalini too quickly, right, it breaks the mental consciousness that can't process everything. Right, so we're bringing this in as a, you know, they they really said it beautifully with you know planting this little seed, like this little opalescent, beautiful light. And so funny because I'm very attracted to a lot of anything opal, iridescent, right? And this is, you know, it's really representing the rainbow body. And the rainbow body is when we are in total alignment, right? And we're coming into that pure crystalline light again, because that's who we really are, right? And that is the point of basically, ultimately, any transmission is to connect to that pure divine light and then receive a teaching in some aspect 
um, some realm, um, whatever course we're either requesting or they are granting us, right? But you could say that that's the, the core curriculum, <laughs> right? Is that um, that divine, you could call it the divine golden codex, um, the golden solar light, connecting to the Godhead, the I am presence, all of it has a very, it's just a very high frequency. So again, there's this visual of, and I talk about this all the time when I teach Akashic Enlightenment, that <clears throat> usually we're dealing with things at this level, you know, and then, you know, so you could spend, and a lot of people spend a lot of time like, well, let me heal this, let me heal that, let me heal that. And they're like, well, why don't you just come up here? Then you can just see all of it and you healed all of it like that. Right. So it's it because you go to such a high level or high frequency, it's shifting the perspective on all of it. Right. You're not trying to, I think Eckhart uh, Tolle says, you know, you're not trying to solve a problem at the level that it exists. Right. So a lot of, you know, activism uh, that takes place is usually, you know, it's going right at this thing, which is creating the polarity, the duality. When if you come right up above it, like, well, what is that? None of that is even real. That's not, it's just not real. Right. And so, this is why also we start to use um, the highest, the biggest kind of mind break that we have. And, you know, multiple teachers, I've heard the Dalai Lama say it, and I've heard Eckhart say it, uh, you know, what if there were beings from another world here? They're not even going to look at, you know, that just immediately wipes out race, class, like everything just out the window. Right, because now we're like, oh, we're now we're connecting with something from an entire other planet, an entire other universe. Right, that brings in a whole other level of classification and understanding. It breaks the ego, which is why it's used so much in awakening. Right, it's part of the whole process. Right, we're unwinding this this little perspective down here, which is you know 3D. Then we get the 4D, 5D. We're really putting in that love. Six, seven, we're getting into, you know, adding wisdom, higher knowledge. You know, at seven, you're starting to seed new, new realities, new consciousnesses, because you're constantly connected and teaching that new reality. And we come into eight and we're connecting to the Akashic Records. We're already doing what we would do when we cross over. So there's no need to even cross over. There's no reincarnation, okay? You broke that loop. And so we're just breaking out all of these um, you know, lower frequency connections or ways of being, right? And, you know, different souls are going to different levels at different rates uh, for whatever is in their highest and best and uh, whatever is in the highest and best of the collective, right? Of course, we all have free will. <laughs> and that's where things get a little, a little mixed up, but, um, and that's more of where the bifurcation starts to occur, which we've talked about before, right? Because um, a lot of people, it's, you know, it's, it's happening in this earth. <laughs> it's not just, uh, you know, eventually it goes to completely other dimensional realities, right? But right now, because there's so much light shifting coming in, there's kind of like a um, constant last call, last call, everybody board the ship. You want to be part of this, this frequency or you want that one? Right, God's going to love you in your free will, whatever you choose. There's no judgment. It's just a matter of jumping on whatever kind of path or adventure you're going to go on. But you're going to have to choose it. <laughs> right? We're going to have to choose it. Choosing love 
um, surrendering to love, actually. Surrendering mm -hmm. to love. All right, so the bifurcation is very interesting. Yeah, I know a lot of people talk about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, when you look out at the collective, you think, wow, we're supposed to be here with unity consciousness, but what we see, you know, especially from the mainstream media is a lot of chaos. So is mm -hmm. that the bifurcation that you're speaking of where we are? That's why I truly mm -hmm. hope a surrender to love. People will surrender to this feeling of love rather than resisting because we can tell even in our own lives, we it's so easy to get caught up in the mind. Yes. Fear as well. Mm -hmm. um, fear is it really does come down to fear, doesn't it? Yeah. It's, yeah. It's fear or love. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Fear or love. Yeah. So, well, everything we just experienced is what the collective is experiencing. So what you just said, right? But they're doing it on this, this level, but the frequency is coming in and all of us doing all this higher frequency work are saying, well, why don't you look at that? from here. So more and more people are coming here and looking at it and going, yeah, why am I doing that? <laughs> yes. I'm just going to stop. <laughs> yes. We're really looking at why we're doing things. Yeah. That's good. That's evolution. So it's evolution. Yeah, that, that tears down systems. Yes. All right. So this, all right. You know, <laughs> you mentioned the word activism. And I know we've talked about this before. So uh, this works for activism. If we wanted to, um, you know, come at solutions from higher perspectives, but there's a question here I want to go into from Yvonne and Yvonne has some insight. Um, she's in a meeting tomorrow regarding status of my job where with, um, What's, with what's going on in the world, she's forced unpaid, unauthorized leave. Okay. So I work with a frequency, she says, and bring so much love and light into the room. Do you have other thoughts on what I may do for the best and highest outcome for me and all? This may help others. She says also to note, my heart is with energy work. However, with the job I really want, or with the job I really want to help others get through this. So that's Yvonne. Can you share some insight? There were two different. Uh, what was the last part of that? I got the first half. Yes. Yeah, so she's last? in a job where she's forced unpaid, unauthorized leave. Yeah. She's in love and light. Do you have other thoughts on what she may do for the best and highest outcome? Her yeah. heart is really with energy work. Oh, well, <laughs> she kind of already said her own answer right there. there right. So a lot. The job, yeah. she wants to help others get through this. Okay, so this is very common. <laughs> I see this a lot. Um, so a lot of souls that are here to do light work, help others go through ascension. If you don't have an outlet for it, you're going to be kind of mucking around in areas that aren't ready to receive it, which gets a little messy quickly, right? Which is usually also when we'll get dismissed from certain things. Number one, it sounds like the job is no longer in alignment. It never was. You're holding on to it because you're afraid to move into your gifts and to trust them. Right. And there needs to be that perspective. And you know, I try to bring people into a balanced place when they go through this transition so that you have some, you know, you need a roof, you need food, you need water, you need to take care of the, the physical stuff, which is where the ego is going. Oh my God. 
<laughs> right? And he goes like, oh, how am I going to take care of the roof and this and this? So have a plan, you know, make sure the logistics are taken care of because you do need those things, right? And if you're not sure how to best do that, that's where checking in comes in. Or I do readings for people all the time about this, you know, how to get, well, what exactly are you supposed to do with all of that? But ultimately, it sounds like you're being graciously dismissed from a path that's no longer in alignment with you, right? So you're being invited to step into your gifts and or level up whatever the side job or position is that takes care of the um, material world needs, right? Let me just... Yeah, so ultimately, though, this is, she's afraid to, afraid of failure, afraid of stepping into who she is. Yeah, which is also common. You know, lightworkers that have PTSD from Lemuria, Atlantis, Egypt, which I do a lot of clearing on those. I call them um, the triple threat. <laughs> and we just clear that. Uh, and then the other part is, um, you know, usually a fear of failure, uh, either from this lifetime or also connected to these uh, past lifetimes where we were going through a major ascension, right? And you're like, oh man, I did this last time in Atlantis and this happened and it was upsetting. And, um, but for her, it's more of, you know, what I'm getting, you know, not doing not fully in her space, but what I'm sensing is that there's just a fear of failure, right? And it's easier to stay where you are and kind of fix and help others rather than take the leap yourself. All right. That is beneficial for all of us listening, as I know many are really feeling the heart call to do some things, to start taking steps that help bring new systems. There's a great opportunity there. And again, the perspective, the higher perspective is so beautiful. And again, I just, you know, it, it's it's almost like higher self level you're talking we're talking about working with higher beings but it's our higher self as well and again mm -hmm. i'll say solution energy comes from there new earth is a frequency and we create the solutions from being in that frequency and this is source frequency we know it mm -hmm. all along we know mm -hmm. it all along so really beautiful thank you for that mm -hmm. so um i would like to go to Let's go to questions. Linda. <clears throat> yes. So Linda, you can unmute yourself and share your question, yep. please. Hi, my question oh, is this. Hi, thank you so much. Hi. You've been a wonderful um, <laughs> guest, just beautiful. Um, oh, my lovely. thing is, I had a beautiful job and then it went away and but I got to do things in that job that I really loved. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know if another opportunity is going to open up for the same type of job. You have to let go of the attachment of the outcome. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. There's, you know, when we have something good, it's like, oh, but I want this next thing to be just like this. And the universe is like, oh. Maybe this is not what's best for you. And we see what's best. Just let go of it and let this new thing come in, right? And you really got to follow. You know how you felt about that job and that you were excited about these things, right? So learn to follow that excitement. So it'll take you to what follows that, 
right? So again, it's moving to that present moment, right? Of like, okay, that, that fell away, that moved out. So I'm here now, I was there, I'm here now, I'm here now. What's here now? Okay. You can start to feel the energy shifting already there. Yeah, you guys, there's a fear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a little bit, yeah. Yeah, well, it's more than a little bit. Oh, okay. Yeah, so just hold, hold on here. You may, yeah, so we're just kind of moving okay. that fear out. Yeah, it's an anxiety feeling in the chest there. Yeah. Yeah, this is actually from, uh, looks like childhood. I'm surprised. I think it's just because we're alive. I can hear you. I can connect more deeply. Um, yes, yeah, so it's about like three years old. Something happened uh, in this lifetime. Maybe your parents were struggling. Maybe your mom was really stressed out. Um, and then, you know, this is the frequency that you're still carrying. This is when it first rooted in. Yeah. So I'm not going to go too far into it just because we're in an open setting here. Um, but okay. it's yeah, some sort of upset, upset with your mother, but you're carrying the frequency of you're carrying, I'm not good enough. I'm not truly seen. And you have to kind of self-sacrifice in order to get what, get what you want. Okay. And this is what they're moving you out of. So I'm just going to do a quick uh, clearing on this. Thank you. Yeah, it actually, it's also affecting you in the physical. So maybe, I don't know if you had any physical health or maybe feeling tired at any point, drained. Um, this looks like it can wear things down. Yeah, there we go. Kind of emotional, there's some resentment, some anger. There we go. There we go. Yeah, so the resentment and the anger was blocking the heart space from receiving. And the feeling that you deserve to receive. Yeah, there we go. We're just going to bring in some of the actual Aqualorian crystalline light healing to clear out the rest of this pattern. Fear to receive what you're truly worth. There we go. There you are. Just take a deep breath. This is where you make it fuzzy, disoriented. There you go. Just a little shaky, another deep breath there. There we go. Good. So just hanging out in that little disoriented area for a minute while we reset to your, your soul blueprint, who you truly are, connected to source. There we go. We're just going to open the dimensional portal, calling in a parallel version of you who's already stepped outside as living the life path that we've cleared. Bringing her into what's considered your future timeline. Grounding in in this clear and present moment. Yeah, so there's more space. 
there's more belief that I can even get better. <laughs> I can always get better. Yes. Thank <laughs> you. I better. felt all of it. Thank you so much. <laughs> you are a blessing. Thank you, Lauren, for oh. calling on me too. Thank you, Sherry. <laughs> Thank you, Linda, for, for sharing and moving mm -hmm. forward. Much love. love. Thank you. Thank awesome. You. All right. <laughs> okay. Beautiful. Sherry is here as answering your questions. You can raise your hand if you've got one for her. There is one in the Q&A. This one is from Chris. Chris says, feels like I'm ancient one. I would love to see visually, spiritually, anything to help. I feel spiritual in my body. Many powerful mm -hmm. beings are helping me. So I get this a lot. People are like, oh, I want to see, I want clairvoyance. Give me clairvoyance. <laughs> Number one, you probably don't want to get too demanding with your gifts, <laughs> right? So it's more of learning to um, start to step into embracing what you do have and what you are working with. And the more that you open and run with that, the more the others develop, if that's what's in your alignment in this lifetime. I know a lot of great, powerful healers that they don't see anything. You know, it's all powerful energy work um, because that's how they incarnated in this lifetime, right? Um, so just two generals, you know, sometimes it's either that or sometimes there's more serious trauma. So I've noticed this, that people that have had uh, serious trauma, um, once you open your third eye sight to this greater sight, it, it's hard to close it down, right? And if you have a lot of trauma that can be triggered, you don't want to be seeing so much, right? Um, so those are just some generals. Let me just see if I can see anything else um, specific for Chris. Oh, so there's a fear. doesn't want to see. There's a fear. Right? So this, this is common too, um, where it's like, well, I want to see, but well, I don't want to see the, the scary stuff or the bad stuff or this. So you're in that dualistic mindset and carrying that dualistic mindset conditioning is the block itself. So it's more of letting go and being open, right? Which is why you want to work with the gifts that you have to the fullest of the capacity that you can. Yeah, practice, yeah, train, okay? Um, some souls have trained a lot in other lifetimes and, you know, it just turns on. Like, you know, for me, I was born this way in this lifetime. It's um, a blood lineage and, you know, I did work in other lifetimes. Um, but there really is a sense of needing to be grateful for what you have, right? So again, moving out of the dualistic sense of lack, I don't have this, I don't, I don't see this. Uh, and a lot of people get that way of like, oh, they see everything and I, I can't see. And it's not um, any less, right? It's just how it is, you know? It's, and really letting go of the, the conditions because the conditions are what are keeping the door closed, okay? Uh, and then also practice. You know, I'm seeing um, some training, right? Uh, you don't become a black belt overnight. <laughs> you got to do the training. You got to do the work. <laughs> you know, I may have been able to see some, but now I see so much because I've been doing this for uh, 12 years, 15 years. <laughs> you know, it's, 
a lot of practice, right? So the more that you practice, the more skilled you become. Um, I say that, but it's more of the more um, out of your own way you become. <laughs> That's really how it works, right? Because you're connecting to actually how you are as a higher being, right? Um, so there's a bit of a, a dance of grace between um, being incarnated, but being so connected to other dimensional realms while incarnated, right? And that just takes the training, getting used to it, navigating it, working with it. So um, yeah, a little bit of healing uh, attachments and um, really uh, training and connecting. And you can try working in Akashic Enlightenment and seeing how that starts to open up uh, the channel. Yes, we are on a journey of remembering and <laughs> cultivating these skills that are within us and yes. developing them. All right, because we all have them. You know, we're it's all different for each of us, and that's the work that we do. So this is a beautiful time to talk about ways that people can work with you. And you've got a whole body of transmissions that are recorded. These are very sacred spaces that are containers of the energy that allow people to cultivate these skills within themselves. So on the special offer button on this webpage and in the Zoom box here, you'll, you will all see these programs. Sherry's made two bundles and they are full of transmissions that support you, support your light body, support higher consciousness, and the relationships with your guides and higher beings. So share with us, Sherry, more about this offering. Yeah, I wanted to look at, uh, <laughs> let's see. Oh, it's not going to load for me. Um, it's going to run through oh, our, our offering. Your, um, camera off i was looking at the uh the special offer link that you sent everybody <laughs> so it just Great. kind of uh, shut off there so because i just want to walk people through it here um right so we've got um in the offer we've got the uh da, da, da. Oh, okay et contact yes all right so for those of you that are totally jazzed about um et disclosure right uh, this is definitely for you. And there's lots of different ways of connecting with this. So one is with light language, connecting to the dolphins um, and the whales, because they are kind of the extraterrestrials that are here teaching us higher intelligence in different ways on the earth plane, right? And then the other transmissions really work with the Aquavorians, teaching us to reconnect to our extraterrestrial families. It's a very emotional process. And I'd say, like I said before, any type of extraterrestrial work that you're doing is ascension work because what it's doing is breaking down your attachments to being on the earth plane, being human. It's connecting you to higher beings, connecting you to your star families, your other dimensional lifetimes and lineages. So it's very awakening work and it's just fun to play with the aliens and the extraterrestrials, celestials. Um, and so it's a very, um, it's almost like a little bit of a party vibe, right? Because <laughs> you're getting together, right? So uh, if you're looking for that, that's a great, great package um, for that. And then let me see, let's go to the next one. Uh, next package, right? Mm -hmm. 
So we've got we, we Lauren and I went uh, Lauren and I went through a lot of different uh, packages. So I'm just seeing which ones we we settled in. Okay, so we've got all right the the light language. So uh, so this is this second package is man if you're ready to do some ascension work and get aligned, <laughs> this is the package for you because we've got. You know, right after that, we got the personal healing in the 12D Omega Ascension Accelerator session with the Aquamorians. I listen to those all the time. I love them. <laughs> They're kind of my favorites. They're great for daily meditation work. Uh, the Advanced Ascended Human Series, super powerful. We did that in March, and there was just such amazing portal energy that was open. Uh, a lot of planets were in Pisces. So those those transmissions are great, especially for connecting to that ascended uh, soul path that, that I had referred to. Um, and then uh, earlier this year, we did the New Light Ancestral Roots virtual retreat, which connected to Hawaii uh, as a ascension portal on Maui. Uh, and it is very powerful. Uh, there was, if you want to experience seeing views of what New Earth is, um, it's amazing. I think I even, uh, I, I cried. On, oh, thank you, Lauren. <laughs> I cried in the, the last session because it was just so powerful what they brought through for us to see. Um, and it's, it's palpable, right? But that's, a, that's the point is to move you to that place of seeing it, right? You can see it, you can feel it, and then you're going to be it, right? And then you're starting to co-create that here on earth, right? So that's a very powerful retreat. You also learn in that one and the Great Conjunction, I go over uh, just a quick intro to Akashic Enlightenment. So if you want to work with Akashic Enlightenment, those two retreats will take you through that, answering questions, aligning with your Akashic records, and then there's powerful transmissions to ascend you quickly. So it's definitely it's definitely a retreat. And there's two retreats in there. So if you do both of those, you're going to be floating. <laughs> Floating, floating, floating. So the Great Conjunction is what we did at the end of last year, which kicked off this whole year, right? And so if you're trying to do some catch-up work, that's a great retreat for that as well, because uh, there's a lot of clearing, resourcing, really like a, kind of like a, a gutting out and a realigning, right, to get on board with everything that is taking place. And then, you know, I'd follow that up with the Gateway Guardian Angelics, because that's really putting you then directly into the new energy that we are processing and filtering through right now. And we're going to start that series on Friday, this Friday, with the solar eclipse coming. Woo! Yes. <laughs> Exciting times. Yes, yes. Yes. Great beautiful. packages. All that right. second package, that's a, that's, a, that's a lot of material. It's a bargain. <laughs> That, you know, I just want to say that that's a very special price. That's a very special collection. And mm -hmm. um, we thank you for that, really, because this is yeah. a great body of work with high frequencies that really assist people in this development of their innate skills. All yes. right. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. At newearthone.com, you can also join the ongoing webinar, the Guardian Gateway Transmissions, the Eden Transmissions. Eden light, yeah. The Eden Light mm -hmm. Transmissions. All right. Yeah. Beautiful. You'll see that yeah. under upcoming events with Sherry Mosley at 
newearthone.com. And this special mm-hmm. offer, Sherry, again, we thank you for it. It is so wonderful that this is available. The recordings actually are energy containers, as we said. So those listening can tap right back into it. It is exquisite yes. in that sense. Mm-hmm. All right. So we have time for one more question. This okay, one, uh, Laura, Laura uh, says, I've been struggling for 25 years, wanting to be in a sustainable life affirming relationship. Any thoughts or suggestions on how to heal this hole in my life? Yeah, relationships are the biggest, <laughs> the biggest question and reading material that I do for people. Um, you know, a lot of it, number one is, so a few generals is getting out of um, old trauma patterns, which, you know, I usually move a lot of people out of trauma patterns, usually from your parents in this lifetime. And then there may be some past lifetimes that are layered on top of that, making it even more dense to move, um, but clearing those. And then, um, well, now I'm starting to get some more personal here. Yeah. So what they're saying is, you know, it's really for you, it's about kind of accepting where people are at, right? Um, you can't make people be their highest potential if they don't want to be. And it's a little bit bittersweet, um, but that's basically why divorce exists, right? A lot of souls are aligned on deep level, but it's either the trauma or the free will. You know, they just don't want to do it. They're like, I don't want to face that. I don't want to do that growth. I'm out of here. But the joke's on them because it doesn't matter who's in that space. Same issue is going to be there. (laughs) So you can shift people around all you want, but the same thing is always going to be there, right? But for you, what they're really saying is um, it's almost like you're putting in a lot of work, a lot of effort. Um, and the other person just doesn't want to show up and do it, right? And this is, you know, I've actually uh, jumped in on a lot of Course in Miracles groups. I've jumped in on a lot of Eckhart member groups. And this is kind of a broad scope. Um, issue or concern is that a lot of souls are doing the work and then a lot of other souls are not and they don't want to and there may be even a bit of a gender discrepancy within that so um, it's kind of a numbers game to a certain point as well right that there are uh, more women out there doing all of this work and we're waiting for all the partners to step up and do that work and to meet us right because there's just so much shifting happening at once Uh, It's almost like um, they're showing kind of like a cement thing, (laughs) you know, and it's like, well, the cement's still wet, right? And we don't want to try to dry that cement until it's fully mixed, okay? And you want to give people time and space to do that mixing. So be quicker at letting go what is not serving you. There's maybe a sense of holding on to or hoping for things that are not going to come to fruition, right? So investing our time in relationships that are, you know, they're just never going to come to that level, you know, because, well, maybe you did 10 years of work and this person's just starting. Right? That's going to be hard to get you two to match up, right? So there can be a soul connection, but it really depends on where 
that soul is in terms of in alignment with themselves and alignment with their free will <laughs> or the ego, right? That's what it really, really ultimately comes down to is how much is the person. So you really need to focus on when you meet somebody, where are they coming from? Are they coming from a lot of fear, uh, a lot of past patterns, or are they very present with you, right? Do they feel like, you know, best friend that you can talk to about anything, right? And then that continues, right? It's, um, there is a frequency connection that is sustainable, right? That's what you're looking for. Uh, and again, um, don't cross over. There's like a line and you two need to meet on that line to do the relationship. You don't run over and drag that person to the line. No, 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 no. That's the biggest, that's the biggest issue. Yeah. And so another, another way to put this is, you know, really comes down to acceptance. All right. When we accept where somebody is at and let that go, it allows the universe to bring somebody else in. And it also allows us to accept ourselves for whatever we're letting go of, right? So you want to move right into acceptance, which puts you on your side of the line of the relationship and not trying to kind of pull people to, to meet you where you're at, <laughs> right? It's, um, I think, um, learning to enjoy the solitude, right? And then allowing someone to come and just sit next to you in that space and enjoy it with you. Right. Mm, thank you. We hope that was helpful. Yes. Thank you. Good reminders of being our authentic self and allowing and accepting. All right. Well, thank you, Sherry, and thank you, everyone, <laughs> for being here with us. We truly hope that you will carry this connection that you felt today with the frequencies, carry it in your life and reconnect to it, expand it and amplify it. Sherry, as we say goodbye, do you want to close with anything about this magnificent, powerful year of 2022? Oh, the upcoming year. Yes. I mean, just feel into the two two twos, right? Here's the, I just, I look at this image. It's a lot of change. From a foundation of the divine feminine. Yeah, there's gonna be a lot more energy in Pisces. So it's gonna feel more magical, right? Um, it's a water sign. So, but this is going to still be, so we're going to be putting in all of the changes, putting into action, right? So this is the year of clearing out, understanding what needs to go. Some people are making changes now, uh, but I'm seeing it's just more of, initially it's kind of hard to read because it's like, there's like such a scale of different changes, right? So systems, uh, like government, politics, all of that's gonna, that's kind of the last and the densest thing to change, but that really needs to change and that's gonna be changing, right? And then within that is, you know, where everybody is on their individual paths. I'm actually seeing a lot of 
within the systems, there's going to be a lot of, you know, new, new kinds of work, new kinds of, you could say innovative, a lot of innovations, um, creations of how to do things, which creates new types of works, work and jobs. You know, everyone's leaving their jobs now. And so there's like this turnover of, well, how can we do this better? Right? What, what, what is going to serve people and the collective? Right? Because we can't keep doing it the way it was, which is why people are saying, no, I'm not doing this anymore. And so now we're moving into the innovative, um, more aligned, and maybe a little clunky, you know, maybe a little clunky, right? Because we're starting new stuff. So be patient. You know, we have to be patient and kind of, um, you know, take our time, right? Which again, <laughs> comes down to you really want to be in that presence, which is what, you know, Pisces brings is that kind of spiritual perspective on what are we doing? What are we changing? Uh, what place are we changing it from? We are changing it from love. We're changing it from the old paradigm to love, from a perspective of love, from a creation of love. And it is beautiful. When we are aligned in that way, we will be in the flow and new earth frequencies will build our new earth. As we said, new earth is a frequency and we're gonna create from there. It's co-creative, not, not competitive. Yes. There is yeah. enough for everyone. And mm -hmm. so look for new ways to collaborate with others as well. I think it's exciting. And the, what do you call it? The roadmap is love, unconditional love. <laughs> the rule is love. And so we knew we could do it and here we are. So happy creating everyone. Thank you, Sherry, for bringing the beautiful beings through mm, for us. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> it's been my pleasure and delight to be here and connect with you, Lauren, and everybody else that's live and listening to the recording. I hope you enjoy the transmissions and the packages and look forward to connecting with you uh, in the future. Yes. And if you would like to work with Sherry in her transmissions, again, those are available on this webpage in the special offer button. Thank you everyone for joining us. And Sherry, namaste, namaste. Mm -hmm. Thank namaste. you. Love and light. Thank you for listening to this quantum conversation. And thank you for dancing with us to the cosmic heart as we raise our own vibration we raise the vibration of the planet. This show is dedicated to you and all awakening hearts as we are here to shine our bright light and amplify our love. Access all quantum conversations, special offers from our guests, and online healing retreats by visiting AcousticHealth.com. I'm Loren Gailey, and from my sacred heart to yours, I honor your magnificent love and light. We leave you now with music from the universe. Music literally created by the universe as musical notes were assigned to mathematical equations. The result is this beautiful music available at AcousticHealth.com. Namaste.